Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. What were you saying? Is my microphone better? Or is it just... They're, they're better. The mics are better. Um... You know, I, I have to get the new ones. I've said that like three times yes, now. No, We're going to pick new ones at lunch. So you guys can hear my dogs barking. They're just a mainstay at this point. They bark. Treadmills going. Yeah. People are exercising. We're hanging. Yeah. It's called Corona 2020. <laughs> I there are some di- like days I'm fine like I'm really fine and then there's moments I like freak out because I'm like I just want to go out of the house but I do go out of the house so I'm being dramatic anyway okay so um obviously everybody watched the live with us Mrs. America a young woman sent me a comment in my DMs on Instagram and said her favorite part is when I said look at that beautiful brown thigh she enjoyed that immensely because it was such a natural reaction I mean it was funny I did I did laugh about the comment. Yeah. It was funny. There was other comments. <laughs> Not as funny. <laughs> but that's fine. We're we've moved on from that. So today we're going to be talking about how much flattery is too much flattery. And, and is flattery, you know, genuine? Because I think And also in this we're gonna also touch upon copying because some people consider copying yeah. flattery. It actually came out of the entire situation um, that Ariana Grande is dealing with with the girl that's on TikTok that looks so much like her and acts so much like her. It creeps me out every single time I see this girl. Yeah. So um, anything else we want to chat about? Um, as everybody knows, Gigi Hadid is pregnant. Possibly. We don't know. Possibly. Um. You know, no one said anything. Uh, she's not young, so that's not the issue. She's 25. But I think the issue is... is that you just got back together in December? If, if you're in a relationship that is a constant get-together, break-up, get-together... And I've been there, that's we've all been there, we've all had that relationship. Dysfunction. That is not the relationship. And if it does last, eventually, I'm surprised. It's it, Statistics show it doesn't usually last. Because if you date someone and it's a while and then you break up and then you date and then it's a while and then you break up um Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler and Jay Cutler that's one of those relationships they don't usually work because if you can't stay together and work things out it doesn't get any easier and the more you break up and the more you come back together it's simply because you haven't found anybody else and you're kind of comfortable there and sometimes you go well it's better than nothing so that's not usually work. So that's my concern. You know, I couldn't care less if she has a baby or doesn't, stays with Zane or doesn't. Neither one of them are on my wheelhouse. I think they're two obnoxious, self-absorbed, untalented people. I think her sister is way prettier than her, and she kind of gets pushed to this mm-hmm. side. I mean, let's face the facts. They both had have had surgery because they both look different. different right. So that's, but, you know, you know no disrespect to that. to me are not the supermodels. I, I've often preached about my supermodels. And I think there are some people coming up that will be phenomenal supermodels. Kaya Gerber. I think Kaya Gerber is just as wonderful as her mother was back in the day. And I had the privilege to work with her mother. She's not only beautiful, she's sweet, down to earth, she's normal. Just like her daughter. And she raised her daughter to be that. And she raised her son to be that. And they have two wonderful parents. And I couldn't be happier for her. She's delightful and beautiful. I mean, she looks just like her mom. How can you fail? Yeah, you can't fail. You can't fail. You look like your mama. She's very, very mature um i i do wish that lisa renna's daughters had more of a because i think they're lovely grounded girls and they they put their problems out there they don't act like they're i like both of lisa renna's daughters i've i follow both of them on social media and i um 
I know, I actually do know somebody that knows one of them. Yeah. And I, I, I do not know them. Amazing. Keep that in mind. And I, I think, I think they're, people that I think they're pretty at. girls too. But they're normal girls. Lisa Renna is a very grounded person. She's, she's so fun. I love her. She's very talented. She's a survivor. She'll do anything for work. And I, that's a working actress. Mm-hmm. She's a real working actress. And that's why I really love her. Um, speaking of the housewives of um, Beverly Hills. Yes. I I love that show. I love it more now. I used to be a big Lisa Vanderpump fan. And <laughs> that went on the wayside because I think she showed her, her true colors over and over again. And when you were friends with someone like Dorit for such a long time, and then you did what you did to her, and, you know, Teddy was your teddy bear, and now you couldn't, you let her hang out to dry. And most of all, you let Kyle Richards hang out to dry. And, I mean, there's always going to be fights among women. Women will mm-hmm. always have cat fights. And, but if they're your really good girlfriends, you can work it out and move past it. And they do a lot on that show. But I do have to say, watching it last night, one of the things that I found most amazing, which goes right into this category, is we always say to people, be honest. But what we actually mean is, be honest the way that I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. When we say, tell me exactly what you think of this outfit, we don't actually mean tell me exactly what you think of this outfit. No, we do not. Tell me what you think of this outfit that will flatter me. Right. Tell me more in line with what I would normally want you to say. Right. Or I would normally want to portray. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is how we're going to get into the flattery thing. They were playing a game about tell me something that you thought about somebody. And then it turned into... A bunch of, well, I used to think you were pretty and a really extraordinary woman. But then I got to know you and I realized you were super pretty and an extraordinary woman. That's probably a lie. Because first impressions Mm -hmm. are always different than when we get to know someone. Right. And I know that people say often your first impression is your best impression. Sometimes. Some people it's just make kind of not so great first impressions and, and that's not a good gauge. And you the way in which you met them. So we're going to do a whole other podcast about first impressions and where they go awry. But so let's get into the flattery. So they went around the table playing this game at a dinner party of Kyle Richards and they talked about all these things that flattered people. And then there was a woman, Sutton, who was not flattering. She gave her honest opinion. And that's where it all went. Awry. Yeah. yeah. And if you guys watched the episode, it aired last night because today is Thursday. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. So let's talk about flattery and how this was. Flattery copying. From the Ariana Bar. And the reason we're saying flattery copy is because people say flattery is the sincere. Uh, copying is the sincerest yeah. form of flattery. Which no. I don't agree with. So now, keeping ahead. in mind, this does not mean I do not care if one of my friends has the same like shirt as me in fact lots of me and my friends have a lot of the same clothes we talk about this all the time somebody a listener says where did you get this yes that's not what we're talking we're talking about right down to the i have the same hair as you i wear my makeup the same way as you i dress exactly like you a day after i've seen you dress that way it's creepy as all fuck and like what this girl did with ariana grande is just really, it's really weird because Ariana Grande is a very, I talk about this all the time, people being very type specific. Myself, I'm talking 
based on myself. I am a very type specific person. There are aspects of me that would never be somebody else unless they were copying me because they're just so me. As myself. Ariana Grande is a very type specific girl. She always has been. Even if you go back to when she played Cat Valentine right, and that on Sam and Cat. Is she said she's tired of people imitating her cat voice. Which is not her regular voice. No. Which is not her regular characteristic. So like this girl does it all. She does all stages of Ariana Grande. Like all of them. From Sam and Cat to Victorious. And she does different Ariana Grande looks. Like I said, you know, there already is the copy of Ariana Grande with um, the YouTuber Gabby. Um, I'm not going to put her necessarily on blast the same way because she kind of looks the way she looks. And she has outright said, like, I take inspiration. Like, I like, I want to look like her. I like to look like her. So I respect that. And she's also not uh, pretending to actually be her like this girl is. I have heard that this other girl um, has FaceTimed people pretending to be Ariana Grande. But at the same time then comes out and is like, I'm really not trying to look and act like her. Yeah, you are. You're studying her mannerisms. No one walks around except Ariana Grande with that gigantic high ponytail that's down to her, you know, hips and wears big sweatshirts with go-go boots. That's very Ariana Grande. That's what she does. Another thing that bothered me is she said, well, celebrities have lookalikes that get paid to be lookalikes. Okay. Here's the difference. Back in the day, there was a very beautiful woman. Okay? She worked for Guest Jeans. That was her first modeling. Her name was Anna Nicole Smith. Anna Nicole Smith started out as a lookalike of Marilyn Monroe. Of Marilyn Monroe. Once she became famous, she dropped that. There are a million people, you know, having been in Vegas, you, you know. Yeah. There's a million shows where they have impersonators. But they don't However, live their life that way. One of them, who's a very well-known impersonator. Uh, Frank Marino. Yeah. Frank Marino. Um, he imitated a lot of people. But on the street, he was Frank Marino. Yeah, he's himself. Um, Rich Little is an impersonator. Now, he didn't dress in costume as people, but he did voices. There are many people who are Britney Spears, Cher, those that are more recognizable people. They do not live their lives every as those day. People, this girl, and she's not going to convince me differently. Lives her life, and she tried to show that sometimes she wears glasses and she doesn't do her hair like her, but you do her makeup like her, and you're still talking like her. And yeah, you can get paid to be a celebrity look like because obviously celebrities can't be everywhere. And also, too, to buy them. But you can't say that you're working as a celebrity look alike. Okay, where also too, I could be wrong. This girl's way younger than Ariana Grande. She's like 15, 16, 17 years old. She's a teenager. Ariana Grande, I believe, is a 25-year-old woman. And my so. biggest problem with all of this is you're not really a celebrity impersonator getting paid to do these gigs. My biggest problem is she told you she doesn't like it. So stop. So stop. And my other biggest problem is where are your parents reinforcing that it's best to be you. That you have to be your authentic self. We all copy other people's outfits. We all copy makeup looks, hairstyles. 
but our personality and our genuine, genuine style comes from a bunch of different places mashed together to become us. She doesn't mash together anything. She is just a complete duplicate as though Ariana Grande was cloned. And That's my problem. Like I said, it's very creepy and bizarre. And then what happened was a bunch of people stated their opinions, which, again, it wasn't your right to have an opinion. She was imitating Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande has that right because that's her likeness. Right. That were like, well, you know, when you're a celebrity, you should know what you signed up for. If this was me, I would, like, handle it better. You have no idea because right. any little bit of fame changes people. That's first of all. And you don't know, how, you you don't know how you're going to handle right. Anything and again, it's her likeness that's being used. I don't find it flattering. I find it fucking creepy. I'd find it fucking creepy if someone did it to me. And I think that your parents do need to step in and say, "You're beautiful as you. You're wonderful as you. You have amazing qualities." Okay, if you like Ariana Grande's hairstyle, fine. If you like her makeup look, fine. But you are actually not only copying her makeup look and her hairstyle, but her clothing and the way she speaks. And if you're not doing it, as you said, you are doing it for celebrity lookalikes, but, but you're not working anywhere. These people that do this in Vegas have a show. That's what the show is about. Right. If you go to some of the drag places, they imitate celebrities. That's all well and good. I just think that you are crossing that line. And of course, you know, we have opinions just like those people had opinions that it's okay for her to imitate Ariana Grande. But I think... It's a lot different because we're presenting it in a way that it's creepy. It's scary. It's not flattery. Flattery is, is way more simple. Wow, that dress looks beautiful on you. Red is really your color. That's flattery. Wow, that dress looks really good on you and it's red. And I think it would look the same way on me if I had the same hair as you. And if I copied the length of your hair and your hairstyle and your color of your hair, then I could look just like you. That's not flattery. That's, that's a different level. That's a whole other level that's of scary weird. Level. That is, as I said, single white female. Right. And if you don't know what that reference is, Google Go it. Watch that movie. Go watch that movie because recommend. It will really shed some light on a bunch of situations. Now, like, we all agree, though, that we do copy things from other people. 100%. You see a model wearing an outfit, you're like, where can I get that? Especially now growing up in, in the world of Pinterest and stuff like that, um, I think that's what Pinterest was based off of. You can copy outfits, you can copy nails, makeup, home decor, you know, backyard design. The whole thing, when things are general, when someone puts together an outfit and puts it in a magazine and puts it on Pinterest, that's fine because that doesn't necessarily belong to that person. That's an inspiration. But when you single out a human being and you need to have everything that they have, I will talk about Marilyn Monroe for a second because there are a lot of people. There's again, there's a TikToker that lives her life dressed, acts, speaks like Marilyn Monroe. A lot of people have that weird fascination with her. They go okay. all you know in for it. what psychologically that fascination is? What? Because not only was she so famous, she died in a tragic way. We become extremely fascinated mm -hmm. with celebrities that die young or die in a fascinating way. And since they are dead, there's not a lot of people that can say, don't do that. Because even though they may mm -hmm. have relatives, still people, 
will do it because the person themselves can't say, I don't like it, don't do it. But you do have to remember, no matter how many people duplicate Marilyn Monroe, she existed as one person. Right, and you could do, I mean, this girl bought a house that she once lived in and lives her life as Marilyn Monroe. I believe there's a possibility she may have changed her name. Uh, I don't know. It's very scary to me. Um, it, it There's a line, like with everything else. You know, there's a lot of people now that like to copy the Kardashians, um, whether it be dress or makeup or, you know, body parts because, you know, also, you have to take into consideration they have surgery. So you, if you want to live your life as some of these people, you have to consider that makeup is not going to make you look like Kim Kardashian, okay? And you also have to remember these are expensive surgeries. Right. Are you going to put yourself in debt for what you consider flattery because you're so flattered at how beautiful they are, you want to look like them? You know what? There's only them. No matter... And even no matter how much you get done to yourself, your face, your body, you buy the clothes, you shop where they are, it still doesn't make you them and it still will probably not get you the best attention from them. Growing up, um, Paris Hilton was a big, big thing. I always talk about Paris Hilton. I really liked Paris Hilton. Um, Everybody wanted to look like Paris Hilton, which is quite difficult because she's about 5'10". She might be um, six feet. She's very tall. She's very, very like specific looking in the face. She kind of has like a a strange nose. She has she's small eyes. not very conventional looking. She's right. yes, blonde hair, blue eyes, like that, but she's not super conventional looking. She's not naturally blonde. Either. Right. And I remember so many Paris Hilton impersonators that were on like TMZ and like you would just see walking around in California. And it was like... Even gay guys. Yeah. Walked around, dressed as... And I mean, like, she used to wear those, like, Juicy Couture, um, like, little ruffly skirts. And she had uh, Tinkerbell at the time. And she always had, like, a Louis Vuitton. And I would see it time and time again. Everybody tried to look like her. Now the thing is to do, like, the the Kim Kardashian, like, kind of like the athleisure, like, the sweatpants with heels, but, like, with a bomber jacket. And, like, that's fine. I'm not saying there's nothing actually wrong with any of their styles. I think that's actually one of the better parts of them. (laughs) But if you meet them one day, yes, to to your face, maybe they'll be like, oh, that's so awesome. They don't like it. Behind your back, they're going, oh, my God, please stop looking like me. They're very competitive amongst each other. So you think they're going to like that? They're not going to like that you're competing with them as well. Yeah. So let's talk about, then there are the case of there are people in this world that are flattered for no reason. Like they really, and I'm not judging jury on anybody. They don't contribute a, a lot to society. They're not good looking. They're clout chasers, whatever. But people find the need to like suck their ass. Unnecessary flattery. Um, what I find the weirdest is the flattery of a famous person's ex that you might try to like get in there. I see a lot of it in my little wheelhouse. It's bizarre. And you're lying and you're telling someone, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You're so talented. You're so this, you're so that. What? Because they're not. And, and it's blatantly obvious. The places that it goes astray, and we all know these are our favorite topics to pick, 
is those people on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Oh Why are my you God! Telling these people, you're the best. You're amazing. You're wonderful. You're my goal. Your goal to be what? Your goal to be a 35 year old woman who had a decent job, who's a decent looking woman, who competed with 30 other women for one man's affection, who sometimes they never even get to have him sleep with everybody on the show, make out with everybody on the show, and then dump you, and then go to paradise and find someone else, and then get engaged to them, and then dump them anyway. And then somewhere down the line, two or three years later, they find one of the other bachelors or bachelorettes that have been on one of the other bachelor series, and they hook up with them. So that's your goal. Why are you flattering them? What for what? What have they done? They have given you nothing. They're not even entertaining because they're so thirsty and they're so cringeworthy to watch 30 women compete for one man. Your chances of that are better in New York City, where there's a, a lot of single people competing for each other. you got a better shot moving to New York City. And I see, just like you in. said, I see all the time in the comments. And, like, I don't follow anybody on The Bachelor. Yeah, it's not a part of my everyday life. I hate The Bachelor. I hate the whole franchise. But it comes up as, like, because they do a lot of ads on Instagram. And, like, oh, my God, I love you so much. You're so beautiful. You're so talented. You're so talented? Are you fucking out of your mind? I will tell you, have no fear that during this virus, Ashley, I look so disgusting, not only when I cry, but when I don't wear makeup, and Snaggletooth hubby, Jared, have been acting out stuff Musicals you and plays, say, yeah. please stop. She just put something up yesterday, and the only reason I see it is because people on my Instagram, re-fucking Instagram it. Why? Why, 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 why? I saw their version of Hairspray, okay. and it made me want to tear my this, eyes out. I didn't see it. I didn't even bother to turn up the sound on it. She comes in, and he's at the table, and she pretends like she's furious. And her acting is, like, worse than a third grader, because I think third graders really can do the most cutest things when they're acting and trying why do we need to see you act? You're not in a play. You're not on Broadway. It's not cute you're, or funny. You're not funny. You're not talented. You are the graduate of the best journalism school in the country, as she herself told me. So why don't you sit down and write something? Because maybe then you'll have a little credibility. But why are we telling these people that they're talented? Is what it, are they talented Is it at? wrong that I still sit here every day whenever we talk about Ashley, I, and Jared, and I think she fucking wore him down like you know it really it gives a very bad yeah it gives people a very bad group brainwashed him as well it gave people to me that gives people a really bad sense of reality of like even if you tell me no i'll still make you love me i don't like that that scares me that like she was able to do that apparently she never heard the song but i can't make you love me yeah maybe we should send it to her but, you know like that's what's so sad about we're flattering this, like idiots what are we flattering them for right they're not singers they're not dancers nope. they're not actresses they're really good at giving out their fab fit codes that's not acting because I, too, could sell you this Sharpie I'm holding in my hand if you really wanted me to. So here's where the flattery is it's so unnecessary. You're wasting flattery. And you have to remember, flattery doesn't just come because you're pretty. No. Or because you're sexy. Or because you have nice clothes. 
Flattery comes in every shape and size and form. You can flatter someone for their athletic prowess. Some people are amazing, naturally gifted athletes. You can flatter them by saying, wow, you hitting that baseball comes so naturally. Were you coach? No, I wasn't coach. Flattery comes from, wow, you are so smart. You know so much about astrophysics. But we tend to only think flattery comes in the form of celebrity to fan to making it a point where if I tell them enough that I think they're the most wonderful person in the world, they changed my life and they're beautiful, they're going to be my best friend and move next door to me. Yeah, it's it's That's bizarre. The that. ulterior motives of why, like maybe if I tell them I sat through your movie 65,000 times, I could recite all your lines and I own your strand of hair from that particular role, you're going to like me. And I see that all the time too in different fan bases. You see people jock to like overly flatter somebody in hopes of gaining what? I mean, I know where your sick little minds go. Don't like think that I'm playing stupid because, you know, we can all see what everybody wants out of people. That's obvious. And I think flattery comes to a lot of people without people thinking that you're aware of it. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to go to a really bizarre situation, but I'm going to talk about it. When I was teaching, there were parents who had children that were, I would say, challenging that I had to really put effort into these kids. And you get the parents that know this, so what they do is they buy you extravagant gifts or they send in something. Now I had one parent that literally sent in something to me from their child like every day. To try to like just put them ahead. Just right. put it like, like my child most, give them a little extra attention. I know you're having a really hard time with them, but, and I promise you, most teachers, and I can't speak for all, but I can speak for myself, we will get through that challenge with that child. That's part of our job. That's what we do. But it, it got to be ridiculous. And what was the worst part about it is it actually started to make some of the other children in the classroom feel bad. Because they would come up to me and they would say, I didn't buy you a flower or I didn't get you candy. And, you know, I would always say, you don't have to. But what was worse about it is this parent would not only make the child do this every day, but they would make a big deal about it. And I finally had to talk to the parent and say, you know what, while I am so appreciative of this, it is so unnecessary. I enjoy having your child in my class and I'm so happy that you're appreciative of my efforts towards your child i do not need a gift every day and you're starting to make me uncomfortable and the children are uncomfortable and guess what they didn't stop see that they again this stop. never and makes this sense to me is the problem there comes a point when you gotta know you have to stop what would like i've always said what would really upset me is if let's say i was flattering somebody by imitating them dressing like them laying outside the door i don't know and that person themselves was like, listen, like, you're fucking bothering me. Stop. That would hurt me so much. The person I idolized was like, I hate you. Stop. Why can't people get that through your head? If someone says stop, knock it off. Stop. It's wrong. And the other thing that we have to look at is because this goes back into fandom and everything else is you. we must get out of this habit of thinking that because a celebrity chooses to have a career that puts them 
accessible on television or on the big screen, that does not mean that off of those venues, they are or should be completely accessible. And that we should be allowed to get everything we can from them, know about them, etc. It is just like we said the last time. Do you want to get to know your sanitation worker that well? You can't do that to a celebrity just because they have a career that puts them into the limelight. Their career is acting or right. singing or dancing. That does not mean that after they do those jobs, we should have full access to them, just like we don't have full access to anybody else in our lives. You know, when you go to visit a doctor, now this happens often, I don't know if people are aware of this, women fall in love with their doctors a lot. Fucking weird. Especially <laughs> if they are gynecologists who deliver their babies, psychologists, psychiatrists, because you really provide something for them. And if they had a difficult birth or a difficult pregnancy, they fall in love with their doctors. Now, after the fact that you go to visit them and they help you through an illness or a birth or anything, and they give you that time that you pay for, there is no reason for you to have any more access to them. They then take off their doctor clothes and they go home and, and do their life. Right. And that's their life. So we can't expect the same of actors and actresses because when they take off their costumes, you know, when Brad Pitt takes off his clothes and goes home, yeah, he's still Brad Pitt the actor. And the doctor is still, you know, Dr. Klingfeld, the doctor. But the fact still remains that they're not doing that now for you. They are now living their lives. And people say, well, I wouldn't mind. I would love it. No. You would get just as upset as they are. I think it also, if you're honest with people about, like, copying... You know what? You see someone wearing a shirt, be like, I love that shirt on you. I'm going to get it too because I love the way you dress. I would like to dress more like you. I think people would respect that more. I, right. I would at least. It's an aspect. Right. Not the you can't. Person. Because again, you're not. Let's just say someone likes a shirt that I'm wearing. Sure, you can buy the same shirt as me. I'll tell you where I got it. I'll tag it. I'll give you if I'm like, oh, they're gonna. these are going to be on sale. Whatever. You will not be five foot one you will not have my fake long hair you will not have my skin coloring well, they could. my they could well hair. right but it's, even my fake long hair because my hair is fake will still not look the same on you that it does on me right you won't be my height you won't be my weight you won't have the same size boobs think, as me i had a problem with that i met a girl through work mm -hmm. who did not look anything like me i was short i had blonde hair big boobs she was tall she didn't have big boobs she had brown curly hair i had long straight hair and she tried to morph into me and she would copy me. And it was getting to be a problem and it put a real strain on our friendship. And eventually we didn't become friends for many reasons, but that was one of them. And then she went off the deep end and created a style I couldn't complain about because I was happy she wasn't my style anymore. Like she used to copy me down to the makeup look that I did where she asked me one day, what kind of eye pencil do you use? And she started using that eye pencil. And it, it was very bizarre. It Terrifying. Really a problem. Terrifying. we worked together and we were friends. And if I got attention for something, she would get very angry because, like, I wear that too and I have that too and I look like that too. And, 
you know, and eventually she developed her own style, which was bizarro, but it was comforting to me because she finally found her own style. So you do have to be very careful in situations like this. And we'd like to know your thoughts. It's like, do you think that someone should be allowed to copy someone so specifically and not really earn a living at it because you can't say she's earning a living at it. She's not appearing, like I said, at a nightclub. She's not appearing in a show. She's not hired out for parties because you know you can buy people to come to your party that are lookalikes. Do you think that's okay? And is it okay at what aspect and what aspects are not okay? Like We'd like to know that. We would like to know that. Have you ever been copied? Have you ever... Have you ever gone to a real extreme? Have Be honest. Have you really copied someone and thought, I'm doing this because I love them? And that's what we do as people. We like to justify like our really sick behavior. Right, our narrative in our head is, is really. And you got to like keep that in check because like, you know, who I think I am in my head and like who I am during the day, they match. You know, I don't go off the deep end. I don't dress in costume right. every day. I don't live my life. And at what point do you think the flattery is past flattery? Or do you never think that, that that's that point? You just think it should be taken as... I'm flattered. Now, you see, like, I know plenty of people um, in, like, the Harry Potter fandom. A lot of my friends are Harry Potter fans. They wear, like, Harry Potter stuff. They don't actually pretend to be, like, characters. Like, what, they'll wear, like, their house stuff, right. you know, if they're, like, a Ravenclaw right. or Slytherin. I, I often talk in my Luna Lovegood voice, but I know, I know I'm not Luna Lovegood. Right, but you don't dress like Luna Lovegood every no, day. and I wouldn't want to because you I know, like yes, outfits. in the Harry Potter fandom, I appreciate when people take it seriously. You have to be sorted, and then you can only wear what is your house. You can't just assume, like, oh, I'm a Gryffindor. You need yeah. to make sure, and don't wear a Gryffindor if you're not a Gryffindor. Right, I wouldn't wear a Gryffindor. But we're not pretending every day to be We live in Hogwarts. Right, no. Like, that I live in Hogwarts. No. Also... Not to get off the topic, but, like, I never really found, for me specifically in Harry Potter, I connected to a specific character. I always identified with being a Slytherin, even before I was sorted as a Slytherin, and I've been sorted multiple times. You have to be sorted on Pottermore, by the way, to really identify with anything. And I've as, always been, I could take a thousand tests. But you see, like, Luna Lovegood is, like, very, like, you. There was never a Harry Potter character. They also didn't really experiment with a lot of, like, women of Slytherin you know other than like Bellatrix and um Malfoy's mother right I forget her name oh that's bad I'm mad at myself for that but like I said I've never (laughs) I've never I almost said Melisandre but that's Game of Thrones so like okay there we'll take that I like I very I knew Kind of like I associated most with Daenerys when I watched Game of Thrones because she's very small. She has anger issues. I would have totally done something like that where like even when they listened, I would have been like, blow up the city. But then you know what happened? I took a test and I was like, what house are you in? Before I bought an Alex and Ani bracelet for Game of Thrones. We both did it. And we're in two different, we're in two different Harry Potter houses, two different Game of Thrones houses. I'm in House Targaryen, shocking. And she's, what are you, Stark? Yeah, I was going to say, you're not Lannister. No, House of Stark. She's in House of Stark. And then I bought a Mother of Dragon sweatshirt, and then I bought the bracelet. And I have taken the quizzes, and I always get Melisandre. Yeah. So, like, th- again, we didn't just make this shit up on our own, and I don't live my day-to-day life. I've never done my hair like Daenerys. 
I mean, I could. Sure, I got enough hair to do it. But um, I don't have dragons. That's the biggest bummer. For me personally, yeah. where are my dragons? I don't have any dragons. I tried to get um, a plastic shoulder one on the internet but everyone said they weren't good quality and i was like i will not have a bootleg baby dragon on my shoulder you will not give birth to a baby dragon that's another thing speaking of this is you see copying of all the time princess leia yes there's two people that i will say can be princess leia carrie fisher herself and billy lord because that's her child and I believe Billy does not want to be Princess Leia. No, she does um, not. Here's another thing that I think we need to bring up about flattery. That's that's so very important. When we're talking about flattery, do realize that even sometimes with people we like, when people get too many things that you have, there is a part of you that always comes out and you're like, I wish they'd stop doing that. Like, I don't care if people ask me where I got something, but some things are so personal to me, uh-huh. I want to be like, no matter what you do, it's personal to me, so stop. 90% and you have to realize, if that's just your friend and you feel that way... Imagine it on a stranger. Most of the time, my immediate friends don't, like, go searching for what I have. We'll kind of figure out that we have the same thing in, like, a weird roundabout way. Like, I'll wear something, right. and then... I'll have, like, a friend be like, oh, my God, I have that. Or I'll see, like, one of my friends wearing something. I'll be like, oh, I have that. There are some people that I truly don't care if they buy it and it doesn't bother me. But I also think that some of our friends, like, I I can't speak for your friends, but my friends are very specific types as well. So are mine. And they don't interchange with me. They're not me. They're different, and that's why I'm attracted to them as friends Mm -hmm. because they are different. The person that has the closest style to me is Sydney. Sydney and I have the most things alike. Not now. She's wearing maternity clothes. Not, yes. Right now she's wearing maternity clothes. Hi, Sydney. Happy and maternity. We lo- and Sydney's due in July. So soon. Congratulations to Jillian and Steven. Yay. <laughs> they had a baby. Those are my other friends. Jill- Jillian has, speaking of Jillian, Jillian and I have very similar style. But she's also your height and. Oh, yeah. We have, like you. Jillian and I are the same exact height more or less same exact body type sydney's taller than me those are my two friends that dress the most like me and we have similar things hi ryan (laughs) she can't not say hi to ryan ryan and i do not dress similar at all no you know who I wish I dressed like? Billy, Billy Porter. Porter. Me too. Because <laughs> I love him so much. I see, that's, if I ever see someone copying him, I will punch you in the face because he is an original. And, and literally, I, it would be so obvious if you're copying him. And I will yeah. find you and I will hit you. We will find you. <laughs> but yeah, those are, like I said, the two friends that I have I that like, dress the like closest to me. different than you. That's what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, just like they say opposites attract, I believe that's not only in relationships, I believe that's in friendships as well. Because that's how you get your tribe. Everybody in your tribe has a different characteristic or a different thing that you love about Mm -hmm. them that brings more to your Yeah, and also, let's stop the shit of if you notice people that I know that do and wear things differently than I do, do not berate me in the comments to notice those things about them to make fun of my own friends because I'm not going to fucking do that. And you want to know something? Don't berate people that do copy something about you and wear it their way. Yeah. You know, or like, okay, I... This is so funny. One time... I was coming out of Bloomingdale's. I had a friend that used to work in Bloomingdale's. So sometimes I would visit her on my lunch hour. And I was coming out of Bloomingdale's, and I had this hat. And this woman said to me, 
that's the incorrect way to wear that hat. You should have it further back on your head. Said who? The hat police? Oh, boy. Where do they exist? And I was young. I was like 19, and I, I was very taken aback because I was an older woman, and I thought, oh. You know, and I started looking, researching, like in magazines. Is that true? And then I realized, you know what? This is how I like to wear my hat. I'm wearing my hat like this. Yeah. Don't do that to people. That That's really wrong and rude and weird. Can I ask you to do me the best favor that you can? Because I tried to explain this and I said it the other day and someone was like, how is it? And I said, you will explain it on a podcast. Can you please explain to everybody how is it I am related to Drew Barrymore? Okay. I've gone through <laughs> this many times. Here we go. On my mother's side of my family, which is German, Scottish, Irish, and French, one of my, okay, my mother had a father. His name was John. John's parents, okay, had sisters and brothers. One of his father's brothers married a Barrymore. There we go. Very simple. So one of my mother's uncles married a Barrymore. Married a Barrymore. So that is how. So that is how. If you go back in time, that is we how are she's related. related to Drew Barrymore. Yeah, because I they had a like lot of people ask me. Fourth cousins twice removed. I don't yeah. know how that works, but it does but work. That's how it does, and that's how it. Goes. And it is true because I had a lot of people asking me, and I said it's very complicated. It's. Oh my good God! Was that the wind or like yeah, what was that? That was, was a gust or something, or that was a truck. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, so that's how she's related. You know, we don't no. know Drew. We don't talk to no. Drew. No, we would love to tell her that sometime, yes. but we don't live our life going well. No, you know, I had only said it because uh, the company Wild Fox posted a picture of Drew Barrymore, and I said that's funny. I am related to her. Yes. And I have an E.T. sweatshirt, um, and Drew Barrymore was in E.T. And I will and tell you, if there are certain pictures where it's bizarro, but you kind of see this resemblance. I, I don't know what it is, but it's if you there, look at like if you when I was young. If you look at this picture of Drew Barrymore that's on this E.T. sweatshirt that I got from Zara, by the way, and you look at baby pictures of me, you can see that there is a resemblance. Especially, I will post, I went to... Um, et like the studio lot in universal when i was like the age that she was when she was in the movie i have a picture with et and i will post a picture of her with et and it's kind of weird and you'll see it that's how you can see it but yeah i've not met her ever my my mother's father's brother married married very more so hopefully that like my mother's great uncle it would be oriana's great great uncle Mm -hmm. that married a very more yeah so that's how that works thank you for because it'd be my great great uncle i'm three you're two greats i'm three greats that's how it happened that's and it's a fact it's really true (laughs) there we go i I wanted you to explain it to everybody before people started yelling at me again because i didn't want that so uh Definitely leave in the comments, what do you guys think about flattery? Do you find imitation a sincere form of flattery? Because this girl does not. Yeah, I'm only flattered to a certain point, And then after that, right. it really gets... Um, and yes. also just know everybody... That's normal. Everybody has boundaries. Everybody has a sense of self and style that should be respected to be completely their own without being subject to be copied or... 
any sort of thing like that because it's rude and I think that what's really important is and I really mean this from the bottom of my heart sometimes you really have a hard time trying to just be you and you don't think you'll reap the rewards and benefits that you would get from being somebody else but I promise you in the long run in the end when life goes on and everyone is mature they will see the real person and like the real person far more than the person you're imitating I agree with that. So please make sure to subscribe to us wherever you stream podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. In an upcoming uh, podcast, probably in about a week or two, I'm going to be taking a bunch of new products that I've been using and trying and kind of give you like a little update on how I like them. Um, Just to highlight, one is the Charlotte Tilbury Crystal Elixir Formula. It's brand new. I also got a high-frequency facial machine. I'm also getting another light machine, different from the light masks that you guys see me do on my Instagram all the time. Um, And we're also going to be doing a review of the NARS bronzer now that we've been using. And I have a couple of new skincare products I've been using. So, yeah, we want to do that every so often because a lot of you guys talk to both of us about different products. And some of the products we both use so we can give you two different uh, perspectives on that. So, yeah, until next time, everyone. Oh, and let's tell about we're going to be watching the movie. Oh, yeah. We're going to be doing a live stream and tweet of uh, two movies. I'm going to link the information for both of those down below. Mrs. America live stream. Um, And don't forget, we're doing a big, 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 big live stream for the May 20th episode of Mrs. America. It's going to be huge, you guys. Blow you out of the room huge. But in a safe distance from people. Because social distancing still matters. Remember that. I have that date tattooed on my arm. Me too. Look at the irony. This is all coming full circle. Wow. So Mm -hmm. we will see everybody next time. And until then, try to not copy people. Be your flattering self. Flatter many for many reasons. And stay Corona cozy.